In today's episode, you will receive 10 of the biggest tips I have when filling out your dental school application. At the end of today's podcast, you will feel better prepared for applying to dental school through the ADEA ADSAS application. Costly mistakes on your dental school application could greatly reduce your chances of being accepted to dental school this cycle, so please listen to today's podcast. Welcome back to the Redot Dentistry Pre-Dental Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Lundquist, and I am laying my journey of getting accepted into dental school all out on the table so you can get in as well. Please make sure to follow this podcast for updates on Instagram at read.dentistry underscore podcast or by joining the Redot Dentistry Future Dentist Group on Facebook. Also, you can now look out for my daily videos. I have been posting to the new YouTube channel called Read.Dentistry Pre-Dental Nation. Now stay tuned for episode 35, where I give away 10 tips that will help you when filling out your dental school application. Abraham Lincoln once said, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. Please use this amazing wisdom from Abraham Lincoln when filling out your dental school application. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Thank you as always for joining me. I really appreciate your support and hope everyone is staying safe and doing well. It's almost time to start filling out the dental school applications, so I only thought it would be appropriate to share 10 of the best tips I could give you for filling out the ADEA ADSAS application. And there are two dates to remember. May 12th is when you can begin filling out your application and June 2nd is when you can actually submit it. Please contact me on Instagram at read.dentistry underscore podcast with any questions you might have and I will address all of your questions in the podcast or on the new YouTube channel called read.dentistry pre-dental nation. I do have news of an upcoming interview with Liz Yom. Liz is graduating from Virginia Tech and will be attending Boston University for dental school in the fall. Liz has a lot of amazing advice for those who are getting ready to apply to dental school, and you can look out for that episode for next week. Okay, now let's jump into the 10 biggest tips that I have for filling out your dental school application. Number one, start May 12th. And by this, I mean begin filling out your application on May 12th because you are definitely going to want to have as much time as possible before June 2nd where you are going to be eligible to submit your application through the portal. And so in beginning May 12th, it's just going to be part of the cliche advice you've always been given to not procrastinate. And so it's going to be less overwhelming in the end if you just do little by little and you'll see the areas in which you are deficient so you can make sure to tie up those areas. And number two, this is just going to be a follow-up on number one, make sure to submit your application on June 2nd. And the reason that I think this is so important is because you want to have your application in as soon as possible, allowing the schools as much time as possible to review your application. And I understand that this 
cycle in particular is going to be a little bit unique because of the coronavirus. So I'm sure that there is going to be a little bit more compassion and understanding if you are unable to meet this deadline because, um, not deadline, but just if you're not able to submit in the beginning, I don't think it's going to hurt you as much maybe in years past because of the coronavirus and the fact that possibly you haven't taken your DAT yet, but it would probably look good if they saw that you were at least scheduled to take the DAT before June 2nd because this shows that you're taking the initiative and that you are truly serious about applying to dental school. And now keep in mind, there are always circumstances in which you are unable to submit everything by June 2nd because, you know, possibly you're still taking your undergrad classes. So I don't want you getting mad at me saying like, hey, like I didn't apply, you know, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, if somebody's listening to this that already got into dental school, or maybe you're applying again, and you feel strongly that this isn't the reason why you didn't get in, you know, there was reason X, Y, and Z. Um, why you couldn't apply the beginning of June. Well, I mean, there are a million different reasons, but I'm just, I always give my advice, generally speaking, if you can control it, make sure that you are applying, submitting that very first day. And actually myself, I mean, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite in a way because I tried having everything um, completed and submitted on the very first day, but I think I was still awaiting one of my LORs. So I ended up having it completed like the second day, but still um, it was right in the beginning and that's going to give yourself as much opportunity as possible. I did a podcast episode on this before where I talked about how you're leaving your um, as much time as possible um, to catch a fish. Like when you cast your line and you know your bait's in the water, you leave it in there for as much time as possible. It's kind of like the same principle with making sure to get your application as soon as possible. So there is as, so there is as much time as possible for your application to be considered. Number three is to make sure that your LORs are in by June 2nd. And I just kind of um, hinted at this in the previous tip, tip number two, but this means keeping up with those who are writing your letter, letters of recommendation, making sure that they know of these deadlines, so keep them in the loop. And I just did an episode on this, I believe it was yesterday, where I talked about staying in contact with those who are writing your letters of recommendation. So make sure to keep them in the loop. And if you missed that episode, just go back and give that a listen. And then I think there was there was definitely another episode that I did. I don't know if it was like episode 12 or 13, somewhere in the beginning. Just scroll through and you'll see another episode where I talked more about the specifics of the LOR. Number four, triple check for errors if possible. And you can even quadruple check or check as many times as possible because it is so important that when you go to submit your application that you have read through it multiple times and even had somebody else read through it multiple times in order to avoid careless mistakes that could reflect poorly in your favor whenever the admissions committees are review the admission committees are reviewing your application because it's just one of those things that could negatively separate you from somebody else who is equally as competitive as you they can just look at that person's application and be like well there was less mistakes here so it could be a tiebreaker i know it does seem a little bit petty but just definitely do your best and there's there could be some things that you are um, omitting there could be some things that maybe shouldn't be in there so it's always good to at least triple check and then have another set of eyes look over 
just because you just never know. I know me personally, I post stuff over social media all the time, whether it be my art account or I have a life blog. And then clearly with, um, you know, even this pre-dental podcast, I make mistakes all the time where I thought that I checked over everything and there weren't any typos or anything, but then somehow later they were there. Um, so just make sure that you're doing that because it will, not only will you look more professional, but you will be able to separate yourself from those who maybe left a lot of typos on there. Number five, make sure to include all applicable achievements. And I think that this is so important because I just have a quick story for you. At one of my interviews, I actually asked, um, you know, because they were wanting to know if there was anything that I wanted to update, I think, about my application. And I wasn't sure if it had been included that I was an Eagle Scout. And sure enough, it wasn't, but it was something that the person, my interviewer, was able to annotate. But imagine if I would have had that on there before, like who knows, maybe it would have opened up more uh, windows of opportunity for interviews. But yeah, it was just something that I left off of there. And actually the reason that I left it off of there was because they were really looking for like any post high school experiences. And I didn't, my Eagle Scout was actually something that I achieved while in high school. However, even the person who's interviewing me said that, yeah, oh yeah, that's definitely something that you would have wanted to include. So (laughs) this, just remember like at your dental school interviews and on your application, you really are trying to sell yourself. So you need to make sure that you are listing all of your achievements, all of your accomplishments, because those things truly are important. They are the things that are going to separate you from just like GPA and DAT, which are only numbers. The achievements and your accomplishments in life help tell your story. So you need to make sure that you have it all on your application. Don't leave anything out. Um, If it's something from like elementary school or middle school, yeah, maybe that's not something you should include, but anything that you think would be pertinent or necessary towards getting into dental school, definitely go ahead and put it on there. And now just a quick break before I get back to tips six through 10 um, so we can thank our sponsor, which is Anchor. Number six is to emphasize leadership on your application. Now, this is something if you want me to go more in detail with, you can refer back to episode 31 where I interviewed Dr. Lauren Kuhn. And Dr. Lauren Kuhn is actually an endodontist who graduated dental school from Harvard and then she went on to do her residency in South Carolina. She even almost won Miss America in 2014 or 15, I think it was. However, she did win Miss Massachusetts. So she does know a lot about leadership and she's been advising pre-dental students since um, 2015 when she was at Harvard. And one of the things that she helps students to emphasize the most is leadership because she really believes that that is something that can help you stand out on your dental school application, on your resume, and that's something that dental schools are really looking for. So really, if you think that you haven't been a leader go to that episode and just listen to a lot of the things that she said because there's so many examples where I didn't even realize would have qualified as leadership. So I really wish that I would have been able to listen to an interview like that before I applied to dental school because it would have even made me a, a stronger candidate on paper. 
Number seven, emphasize community service. And you can actually go back and listen to episode 11, where I go into full detail about community service and why it is so important towards getting into dental school. But I'm telling you, this is something that dental schools are really looking for. Um, when I interviewed at Buffalo, they were huge on community service. And a lot of dental schools in general, they are really built around outreach programs, reaching out to underserved areas and performing dentistry making. So access to care, that's a huge thing. Research access to care because that is something that can really help you, especially when you start going to these dental school interviews if you have a prior knowledge of that because that, that everything I'm talking about right now deals with access to care and it ties into community service. So think of the areas within your own personal life where you can really emphasize that you are somebody who is of community service because that is going to help you really stand out. Number eight is to focus on your personal statement. And if you have ever listened to me before, you know that I am huge on the personal statement because that is truly what makes you unique. It's the, it is one of the, one of the few things that can really separate you from the pack because I honestly believe that this is one of the biggest reasons that I got into dental school because I was effectively able to communicate who I was because I didn't have the highest GPA. My DAT score was pretty good, but nothing like that was, you know, I, I wasn't scoring 30s by any means. So what I was able to do was to, like I said, effectively communicate to the admissions committees who I am. The personal statement, you just want to make sure that it's unique and that it calls attention, that it's not boring. And you just want them to really know who you are. I can't emphasize that enough. But please go out, go um, back and check out episode 30, where I give away 30 tips in which you can improve your personal statement, because I think you will find that very valuable. So don't overlook the personal statement. It is super, super important. Number nine is to research your prereq schools. And I think this is also really important because you might be applying to schools in which you aren't eligible for. Like if you live in Texas, I know all of the, or most of them, if not all of them, are only eligible for in-state Texas residents. So you definitely don't want to apply to a school in which you aren't eligible for. Another example that comes to my mind was University of West Virginia. They had a requirement in which you needed a letter of recommendation from a physics teacher, which I did not have, and I almost applied to them. So it would have been a complete waste of money. So it definitely pays to do your homework in advance because you don't want to give up free money. Well, it would be free money to them. You don't want to give up your hardworking money to these schools because you simply didn't take the time to um, see what you needed in order to apply there in the first place. And finally, number 10, be prepared for the cost. As I mentioned in the episode on Tuesday, the initial application is $259. And by that, it's the first school that you would apply to. And then each additional school after that would be $112. So if you apply to two schools, you know, just do the basic math, 259 plus the 112. And then, you know, the pattern continues. So that cost really does add up, especially when you 
are like me and you applied to like nine schools because it you know initially that's going to be over a thousand dollars just for your application to be sent out to all those schools and then those schools will get back to you and they're going to require that you fill out a supplemental application that will usually be tacked with a fee between like 50 to a hundred dollars so yeah it ends up being pretty expensive in the end it was well over two thousand dollars for me just to apply to these schools and that's not even starting to include the cost that'll come with interviewing at these schools so i don't tell you this to discourage you but i just tell you this to be prepared and so you have that information that there aren't any surprises Okay, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really hope that you found those tips helpful and that you will feel better prepared when you go to start filling out your application on May 12th and submit by June 2nd, if possible. Just know that your support means so much to me. And if you're a fan of this podcast, you can also follow it on Instagram at re.dentistry underscore podcast. Next week, we will have the privilege of hearing from Liz Yom. Liz is graduating from Virginia Tech and will be attending Boston University for dental school in the fall. Thanks again. And until next time, peace.